Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. I want to dive into this topic with you because it's something that is near and dear to my heart is about writing a book and becoming a published author. Now, so many people have reached out to me and maybe this is going to resonate with you too, in that you've always had a vision of writing a book and maybe you have, but something has held you back. So if it is a big vision for you, I want to share a couple things about where do you even start and the other big piece of if it's such a big vision, then why don't we do it? Like, why don't we do it if it's something that we feel called to do? Now, when I take myself back, when I was in high school, I had this vision of becoming an author, which is so funny because honestly, my English marks were not that great. I was the math science. I love things that you do this and this makes sense. So English was not always my forte, but I know that I've actually talked to my English teacher from high school recently, and she laughed at seeing that I have been published seven times. And that means it's been six collaborative chapters and one solo book. My solo book was when she stopped asking why back in 2017 and two collaborative books that I led one, my solo one, owning your choices. And the second one is everybody holds a story that we released last year that I co-released with my co-lead author and co-podcaster Sue Rue, plus like kick-ass editor of this podcast. So anyways, had to share that. So if you've been dreaming and journaling and writing about like why I want to write a book, this episode is for you. And I also want you to know that I'm talking collaborative and solo book because there's nothing wrong with collaborative books. Some people think, no, 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 I only want to do a solo book. Yet they haven't started the initiative to actually write And so this is where I would encourage you to, you know what, go and look at the options of writing in a collaborative book. We did this last year in our collab book, Everybody Holds a Story, and we were able to support these authors in learning how to share the story. And for some of them, that was a life dream was to become published. So please don't downplay an option of a collaborative book. It's also kind of interesting and a great safe experience if you are publishing for the first time and it's a vulnerable story. I did this back in 2016 was my first one. And I remember, I'm not going to lie, when I wrote this out, I cried my eyes out. I was in such a, felt like such a broken space. I wasn't broken, but I felt like it. And the thought of releasing this vulnerable story felt so overwhelming, but I felt so called to do it. And so as that story went out into the world, 
I remember having this moment going like, that felt really good. I'm so proud of it. And that was like a tiny snippet of my story, like such a tiny, tiny snippet that I felt like I wanted to share more. And then I did do a couple of collaborative chapters before I did my solo book. And so both serve a valuable purpose and one is not better than the other. But if you've been stuck in a space of, I want to write a solo book, but you haven't, collaborative is a great place to start. Or if you're like, nope, this is what I want, then there's something in here for you no matter where you are in the journey. So I want to share a few tips because you know what? I want to leave you with something so that you're like, okay, where would I even start? I want you to think about who who are you writing for, right? Who is going to benefit from your story? Who are you speaking to? Because here's a big, massive mistake a lot of authors make, and I did it the first time, is we think, oh my gosh, I'm writing my story, my book. It's the most vulnerable story about me. Um, Yes, it is about me. It is about you. But that's not who you're writing it for. If you're writing it for you, that's called a journal. That's not a book that you publish. Because we're a society of what's in it for me. We just are. We really just are. We follow through. We watch the videos. We click on things when it's like we think there's something in it for us. You have to be able to speak to somebody who's listening, who is reading your book, who's reading your words and feels like, oh, my God, she's speaking to me or he's speaking to me. That was a huge eye opener when I was writing. And it's a mistake I see a lot of authors make when they come in. It's that fine line of how do you be vulnerable and share your story? But it really is for the reader. So you have to be able to communicate in a way that you are speaking to that reader. Next, I want to share why you're being called to write. What is it? What is that pull? What is that feeling? And can you can you write from a space of integrity about your story? I talk about this a lot on the show. Integrity is huge. You've got to be able to leave everyone in integrity with your story. When you're writing, you need to be able to share your story from your perspective and your point of view. Know what is off limits. There are things that are definitely off limits because they're not required to be part of the story. They don't serve a purpose. There's so many parts of my story that will never make print anywhere because they don't serve any purpose for anybody. They certainly don't keep others in integrity. They don't leave them in integrity. And it doesn't isn't required for you to relate and connect to my story. So thinking about this, like what are the reader's takeaways? What do you want them to walk away with? I set the intention with my solo book when she stopped asking why. I set the intention that somebody could relate, connect, and get something from my story, even if they had never walked in my shoes, even if they had never experienced my story. And that was my intention. Like I had it written down. I could see it everywhere. And it was really powerful because what's happened is I've had people reach out to me who've experienced loss, a loss of a partner, a loss of a parent, a loss of a job, a loss of identity, and said, I found something in there for me. And so this is the thing. What is your intention for writing? If your intention is to just like tell all parts of your story and it doesn't serve a purpose for the reader, again, that's not a book, it's a journal. There's nothing wrong with a journal, nothing, nothing at all. I want you to just really get clear on that. The next piece is what are the turning points in your story? 
What are those turning points? This is where I was. This is what happened. This is where I am now. That's literally what happens. Like, this is where I was. This is what I experienced. This is what I felt. This is what life was like. This is what happened to me. And this is where I am now. It's such a simple step process, but that's the general breakdown. And you're the hero of your own story. You really are like you, like you're the hero. And a lot of times what people don't tell you, but I want you to think about this. You're probably writing for a younger version of yourself. You're probably writing for that version that is, you know, maybe three, five years ago, maybe less, because we want to be writing about things that are healed or you're in the process of healing or you're on that journey of healing. We want to be able to write from that standpoint. And it's really important. And so as you do that, I want you to recognize like you are the hero of your story. How did you get from point A to point B? How did you move through point A and all of those experiences to get to point B? Because that's really what you're breaking down. And when I went through this exercise, even recently, um, one of the things, especially with this podcast and how I share and what I'm, I'm speaking is I really feel like my whole journey has been this movement from silenced to outspoken and owning that outspoken piece because it feels so right for me to be able to share from that space. That's the journey. Why was I silenced? Shame, judgment, criticism, fear, opinions of others. All of those things kept me silenced. And who was the biggest person who kept me silenced? Me, 100% me. So when you're writing your parts of your story, it is about how can you own all of those pieces of it for yourself and then sharing that out with the world. All right, next, I talked a little bit about this before, but I just want you to be open that a collaborative book is a great place to start. It really, really is. And I know lots of solo authors who has, who have contributed into a collaborative book as well. But a collaborative book is that space where you get to connect with other authors. You get to connect with people. You get some support. You aren't in it alone. You're only sharing an excerpt of your story. It's a toe dip chance. It gets you in the door of what does it feel like to be a published author? It is a vulnerable part of your story and putting yourself out there and putting your story out there to the world. There's so many pros to it. There really is. And as a solo author, it is a little bit more isolating. It is a little bit more alone. I know that when I wrote my book in 2017, I had a lot of people who didn't feel that was a good idea, like a lot of people, and they had no problem sharing that with me. And so I found myself in a space of really keeping my boundaries up. And it was a very introspective year. I spent a lot of time on my own writing my book and editing it. And so that's a big part of when you are a solo author you do tend to be a little bit more on your own. And when you're on your own in that process, that can be a plus and a minus. Let's just go with the minus for a second. It requires more time and energy, discipline, discipline, 100% discipline, habits, um, energy, doubt comes in. And this idea of what's it gonna look like afterwards. So to do it completely on your own, it's tough. I had a self-publisher that I worked with. She had a self-publishing program. She helped me to get my book um, done. And so as I went through that process, I had her support, 
And when it came to editing, we had that. She helped me tap into a key parts of the story that I wasn't able to do on my own. But it really, I still was on my own a lot. And one of the reasons that we don't, like, why don't we actually write the book? Why don't we do the damn thing? Is because it requires a lot of time. It requires a lot of discipline. It brings up a lot of doubts, uncertainty, fear. It is, maybe there's a lack of accountability with somebody. I don't know anybody who does and finishes a book without some kind of accountability. I really don't. I'm sorry. Unless you're, you know, somebody who's written multiple books and you've got it nailed down to a T. Most people don't. It requires consistency, accountability, and commitment because it's a major commitment. And when I wrote mine, I didn't have a business. I was working full time and I wrote my book. That was it. So now I'm in this space of like, all right, I've been feeling the pull to write my next solo book. And I have some ideas of how it's going to be different than the last one and how it can be there as a source of support for people who do want to write their own book. And I've been talking it out with with Sue and I've been talking it out with some friends. And there's this part of me that's like, it's scary to do it but I feel called to do it. And I feel like it's time because I'm such a different person than I was six years ago when I wrote the last one. And so I decided that I'm, I am going to write it this year. I am going to commit to the writing process this year. And I'm also going to bring three to four people along with me to support them in writing their book. So if you're in this space and you're like, wait a minute, this is my sign. I've been wanting to write my book and I want some support. You know what? Reach out because right now it is set up in a six-month program where we are helping you with one-on-one work, support work, group work in order to get to your book into a manuscript format. So what's the worst thing that can happen in six months time? You've got your book in a format. You've been able to write it alongside of me and a few other authors. You didn't do it alone. You have some accountability and you could finish off this year with a book going into edits or potentially being done, depending on how far along you are in your book. So if you have, this is an invitation. If you have a vulnerable story that you have had a vision of like, how do I get this out there and write the book, reach out, just send me a message. Um, nothing formal is in the show notes. You can reach me anywhere on social media or email me, um, Marsha at marshavanw.com. And we can connect and chat because this is something that I am excited to bring to life now. And I know that writing is a big part of what I am going to continue to do because our stories are important. And as my friend Sue says, and I love this, like, What we learn, we get to leave with the earth. We get to leave with the next generation. And in human design, you might be going, where's this come from? But in human design, I'm a generator and I'm a four, six. What that means is, is that I am here to build, create, and share a legacy. I can't think of anything that leaves a longer legacy than writing a book. I really can't. Well, and podcasting, because it's going to be out there forever. But writing a book, It's just such a powerful piece to leave behind. And I am excited to dive, excited and nervous. Let's be real, right? I am, but I am excited. I'm more excited because our brain doesn't know the difference between nerves or that feelings of fear and excitement. I'm going to lean into excitement 
And I would love the opportunity to support you in writing your book. And I just want to know, I hope that something landed here to support you in getting started. If you want more information on writing a collaborative book, reach out as well, because we are starting onboarding of our next volume for Everybody Holds a Story. And I love the collaborative space and supporting these authors too. So thank you so much for being here. And listen, if that vision of writing a book has been on your heart, please don't wait. Like, please don't sit and wait because I can tell you something without just being real with you. The world does not open up and grant you all the time in the world to write your book with no questions and no demands. It's not how it works. You write it in the pockets of time and you write it around your schedule and you make it work. But accountability, honestly, can be one of the key ways that you get it done and you get to hold me accountable too. So I would love to do this with you. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have an incredible day and I hope you write your damn book. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Mm -hmm.